Pelicans come from 23 down to beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 108-104? I don't know. Not on Herb. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans in NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Wednesday, day after a wild win for the Pelicans, 108-104 over the Cleveland Cavaliers, coming back from 23 points down to grab this victory. It was just a really kind of fun game and thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms five days a week. No paywall or anything like that. There's not a whole lot of places to go and get Pelicans talk or even writing every single day, especially for free. You can do it here. So subscribe wherever you get your podcast, watch it on YouTube, tell a friend about the show and leave a five-star review with a comment. We're going to have some fun, right? I know you're tuning into this one today because you are excited I was excited. It takes a lot to get like uh, me ready and like amped after one of these games. Now, after watching so much terrible basketball for so long covering this team, that was an awesome game. That was such a fun game and the type of thing you really want to root for. And the Pelicans, man, just fought all game in this one, right? Down 23 to the Cleveland Cavaliers. And this was the definition for both teams, I think. Of like next man up, right? No Brandon Ingram, no Zion Williamson, no Josh Hart, who's been excellent, right? No Nikhil Alexander-Walker in this one. There's more players. And the Pelicans are just like, it's okay. We're down 23. Like, whatever. We'll, We'll come back. We can do this. And they did it. That's an incredible thing. Down your best players. Down your best players. Other than Jonas Valanciunas, who returned for this game. You could have just packed it in. You could not have tried hard at all and no one would have cared everyone would have left at halftime no one would have faulted you right this was the easiest game to mail in that you can possibly get and in years past the pelicans probably would have done that understand van gundy that happened way too often but not under willie green and not with this team these guys fought next man up right? You have guys that you don't really know much about because they haven't been on the team very long. Like Gary Clark starting a power forward in this one. Jared Harper is a call up from the G League on a two-way deal. He was excellent in this one, contributing, scoring seven points. You have a lot of guys just rising to the occasion. I'm going to say really nice things about Garrett Temple in this one. We'll get to that one in the next segment um, or the third segment because that just a fought, right? Like that's what you want to see. And Herb Jones, oh my God, how good was he, right? And we'll talk about him in the next one where we really get into his game. But look, Willie Green is clearly getting through to these guys. They might not be the most talented team out there, particularly without Zion and when they without Brandon Ingram. And they were 0-8 without Brandon Ingram, by the way. If you count the game against the Oklahoma City Thunder that, you know, he only played eight and a half minutes in and they lost. They hadn't won a game basically without him all season long. They were down 23. That number easily could have gotten to nine. They didn't want to let it. 
I think part of it is these younger guys, the the guys like Garrett Temple who are older, a lot of these guys have nothing to lose, right? Like, wh- why shouldn't Jared Harper go out there and shoot and play, you know, balls out basically the whole time? There's no reason not to. He's got nothing to lose. You know, worst case is he goes back down to the G League. Like, what for him, whatever, right? You know, the moment was never going to be too big for some of these guys because, you know, again, you've got nothing to lose. And you have Willie Green who gets the most out of these guys on a nightly basis. And it was a sight to behold. And that's why he managed to come back from 23 down. You saw right adjustments from Willie Green. You saw tightening up somewhat of the defense. But more importantly, just guys knowing where to be offensively and working their asses off. And that's how they got back in this one and beat this Cleveland Cavaliers team. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. And that Smoothie King Center was loud. Probably the loudest we've heard it all season long. This was just a great game for New Orleans. Yeah, it comes against a team that was banged up, right? They didn't have Darius Garland in this one. They didn't have Jared Allen in this one. But this is a team that's tricky and they've been good. And they're one of the better defenses, top five all season long. To get a win over them when they were going out to try and grab that victory, to fight back from the hole that the Pelicans put themselves in, is an impressive win and something they should be really, really proud of. At the very least, all season long, this team is going to fight hard. They might not always be good. But they're never going to give you just a miserable performance, it feels like. There's something to be said for that. That's an easy team to root for and an easy team that you can get behind. And I think Willie Green deserves so much credit for that. He's gotten through to these guys. He coaches them up, right? The exact opposite of what Stan Van Gundy did. Credit to the team for moving on from Stan Van Gundy, bringing in the right coach who's done wonders for this team. So let's get into the individual play of these guys coming up because... Herb Jones, freaking awesome. Like, there's not enough superlatives that you could use for the game he had. Like, I don't want to be too hyperbolic with it, but I don't think I actually am if you really watched him play and saw how good he was in the game last night. So let's talk about him coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Truebill. Do you know why free trials were new without your consent? It's a business scam that's out to get you. So don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. And on average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly easy. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in just one tap. And Truebill has over 2 million users and has helped save them over $100 million. No worse feeling than having some money leave your bank account and then having to go through and try and dispute the charge and then try and unsubscribe from their site. Now maybe you need a new debit card and maybe you won't get that money back. It's just the whole situation sucks, right? Put your subscriptions into Truebill. Cancel all these things in one tap. Don't deal with the hassle of it. Truebill is going to make it that easy. So don't fall for a subscription scam. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. Now, for your next listen, go check out the Locked On Now podcast. They have nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. Only Locked On can do this show. You all know, I know this team better, and I mean this in all modesty, than a national media person, right? That's why you come and listen to me here. So do all of our other local experts. 
Evan and Chris know the Cavs better than national media does. So when you want to just get a recap of the action the night before, who won what, who played well, and then just get more insight and context around it, the box score is not always going to give you that, right? You don't want to just peruse those in the morning. You want to listen to Locked On Now, get the insight, the context to really understand what happened in the NBA the night before. So listen to Locked On Now. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch it on the Locked On NBA YouTube channel. All right, we're talking about the Pelicans, like, scrappy. I don't even know what you would call it. 108-104 win over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Wow. What, like, what a game. I was watching the first quarter of that one, which the Pelicans lost 39-20, to right down 19 after one, and you just felt it was over then. You know, I'm there being like, do, do I maybe take a day off of Locked On Pels and just not do a show? Because there's nothing to talk about here. The undermanned Pels got blown out, making really bad defensive miscues, things like that. Maybe I'll do a trade target. We'll talk about Marcus Smart tomorrow. That's probably coming since the Pelicans don't play through the end of the year. You know, the, and then they turn it around and I've got so much material. I could do two or three shows just off this game alone. It was that good for New Orleans. I was so impressed with what they really tried to do. They did everything you wanted, and it started with Herb Jones. Not on Herb, but also everything on Herb offensively. 26 points for the rookie. He was the best player, not just the best rookie out there on the court. And Evan Mobley looks good, doesn't he, right? Not just the best rookie out there on the court, but the best player out there on the court. He was tremendous in this one. Yeah, Ricky Rubio had more points. His assists and his rebounds were good too, but he was not nearly as impactful as a guy like Herb Jones, who was doing it on both sides of the ball. 26 points, 10 of 18 shooting, 2 of 4 from deep, and you saw him try and avoid those long twos with his foot on the line. Growth from one game to the next from the rookie. Seven rebounds, three assists, three blocks. By the way, he's tied Anthony Davis for the franchise record in blocks, you know, uh, games with a block now. And zero turnovers. That's so good for a rookie first, second round pick, right? He was just all over. He's guarded positions one through five. You saw him guard guys like Evan Mobley. You saw him guard Kevin Love. You saw him switch on to Ricky Rubio, onto Isaac Okoro, onto Dean Wade. Uh, Everybody, he guarded them in some capacity, and he basically shut them down. I don't have the advanced box score data to see the matchups, to see exactly the degree that he did it, but he was that freaking good in this one and then he contributed offensively in a way we haven't seen from him before the three-point shots looking a little bit more consistent he's above 37 percent for the season now he works so well off ball you saw a theme in this game good things happened to the pelicans offense when two things went on one when they got into the fast break and ran when they pushed after defensive rebounds pelicans had 21 fast break points in this easy offense right for a team that struggled to score that doesn't have you're like two or three best, four best offensive players in some capacity out there. No Brandon Ingram, right? You needed to get easy buckets, easy offense. They did. They pushed. They knew what to do. And they had the guys willing to go out and try and make it happen. And Herb Jones did a ton of Josh Hart impressions. Grabs the defensive board and then just takes it, books it coast to coast, scores on the layup on the other end. So, like such good basketball from this dude. Like, Herb Jones is a safe jersey buy. I don't really have jerseys from players anymore. Well, I might have t-shirts. I kind of want a Herb Jones jersey. I've been that impressed with him. He's been so freaking good, in my opinion. 
he did it all in this one. But when the other time you saw really good offense come was when you had dribble penetration from the New Orleans guards or whoever it was, right? Guys attack, and then what Herb does is just fills the gap behind him. So you have a, a guard, you know, baskets here, right? Top of the things here. They drive and attack. There's this vacuum behind them. Herb stay over here, standing over here, and then comes and fills that. So guard just turns around and can toss it to him. Or the guard hits there, realizes he can't score, dribbles to the corner now. He can pass the ball to Herb, who's cutting down. He gets the bucket. It's an easy two points. You saw so much of that from him in this game, just working everywhere. Again, you can throw more superlatives out there, and I think they are deserved in this game. As much flack as I give David Griffin, he deserves so much credit for what we've seen from Herb Jones and drafting that guy in the second round and then credit to Willie Green for wanting to start that guy and play that guy because he was the difference maker in this game. Also, his conditioning and everything, right? You saw Ricky Rubio fading as this game really got late into the fourth quarter and that injury to him looks looks bad, 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 bad. And that was that was kind of an awful thing to see because he had an excellent game in this one. And you saw Herb Jones be fine, not winded, willing to go out there and play all of those minutes. And he did it. 36 and a half. And this is on playing a ton of minutes as the season's already gone on. Right? He's young. He's 22. Should be able to kind of do some of that. But I mean, still, right? To be able to kind of handle that and to give all of that effort on the defensive side of the ball, fighting through screens, running around, and then working off ball and not just kind of standing in one place. Man, testament to Herb, who's got a motor that just never really stops. And he was the difference maker in this one and the reason, the biggest reason why the Pelicans won. Also, really good in this one, Jonas Valanciunas, 15 points, 10 boards. Grabbed basically the game-sealing defensive rebound um, after Jackson Hayes had a defensive miscue, but Jackson had a good game. We'll talk about him coming up next and Garrett Temple, too. Valanciunas grabbed that defensive board. Nice to have him back out there. Not as impactful as you would have liked to have seen, but they got to do some funky things with him and use him in different ways, and I really like that. You saw him and Jackson Hayes out there together Jackson playing the four that's what I want to talk about coming up next too he was good again to put up a double double like that on four of 11 shooting he was getting to the line he was making the majority of his free throws six of eight he drilled a three when he was just left wide open up there as that trailing man in transition fast break points it was great good game like loved what you saw from Herb Jones and Jonas Valanciunas and Herb Jones best player on the court in this game not just best rookie Best player overall. So coming up, let's talk about Garrett Temple. Let's talk about Jackson Hayes. Let's talk a little bit about Jared Harper, who had a little mini takeover out there too. As I said, this was a fun game, and I could go for days on this one. So let's talk about it all coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football continues its march through the college bowl season, and you've got the pro football playoffs right around the corner. So Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to receive your bonus. Whether it's basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, write your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. I love the player props. Uh, it's going to probably be a good move to start taking the over on Herb Jones points. 
So bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. BetOnline.ag, BetOnline, where the game starts. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is also brought to you by Built Bar. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. And if you're about, if yours is about getting fit or even eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. And Built Bar makes it easy to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you'll want to eat one of these, unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky or waxy or sometimes taste terrible like a chemical spill. I've had some that are kind of very metallic before. I hate it. So if you want to eat healthy, but it just gets boring, by like week three, you might be thinking, this is just not worth it. Where's the chocolate? Well, Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. And most Built Bars contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which is usually around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. So for the new year, get all of the Built Bars and make you yourself stick to your New Year's resolution. And even if you're not using them for workout, I for working out, I eat one of these things for lunch, basically, when I don't want a heavy lunch. I grab one of these. They're good for you. They're delicious. I look forward to it. And I don't weighed down by a heavy lunch trying to do all my work after that. And there's so many delicious flavors to choose from. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, cookies and cream, salted caramel, one of my favorites, mint brownie, and many more. And they're always coming out with new limited time flavors. So check out Built dot com often to see what's new go to built.com use promo code locked 15 to get 15 percent off your next order again use promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off over built.com all right thank you for making locked on pelicans your first listen every single day we're free and available on all platforms five days a week where, where are you getting that? Nowhere else. Subscribe to Locked on Pelicans wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a five-star review. Leave a comment on YouTube. Tell me, what was your what's your superlative for Herb Jones and how he played in that win over the Cleveland Cavaliers? Again, he was so good. Um, so subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. And thank you for making Locked on Pelicans your first listen every single day. So continuing to talk about that win, 108-104, probably one of the more fun games we've watched in a while. The Smoothie King Center was rocking. Definition of next man up. And like these guys did it, right? Jackson Hayes, who's been bumped out of the rotation, is getting a couple of spot minutes here and there because Jonas Valanciunas was out for two games. Made the most of them in this one. You know, it, he was it, not scoring a ton, right? Just two of four from the field, seven total points, but he got to the line, he made those, and he worked well off ball. He really tried to impact the game. He set a pick, I think it was for Devontae Graham, then rolled hard to the basket. Got the ball, Euro stepped through traffic, finished at the rim, and got fouled for the and one, which he then went and made his free throw. And more importantly, that put a guy like Evan Mobley, who was dominating the game at that point, in foul trouble. It was his third. They had to take him out of the game after that. Having an impact like that is a massive, massive thing. The minutes that Jackson Hayes played in this game were excellent. Eight rebounds for him, two assists as well, just one turnover. Playing poised, in control, and finding ways... You know, similar to what Herb Jones did offensively, fill in the gaps. Where is their gap? Go and do it. Defensively, he was not great. You know, he clearly seemed lost out there at times and not really knowing the person he was guarding. I don't know if that's not paying attention to the scouting report or, or, you know, or just, again, he hasn't been playing a ton of minutes. Maybe he's just not locked in. He's also a young player that's still growing, hasn't been playing competitive basketball, organized basketball for very long. So you saw him make some defensive miscues, but he more than made up for it with what he gave you offensively and a 
about average, above average defense overall. Got a little bit lucky on one of the final plays of the game where he left, I forget who it was, open for three. They took the three. Just missed. Valanciunas grabbed that rebound that we just talked about in the last segment. The game was basically over at that point. You also got to see him play the four. This is something a lot of people have asked for a lot. I get this on Twitter an absolute ton. And... I don't think those minutes were very good, personally. You know, he he was out there alongside Jonas Valanciunas playing the four, and he just doesn't know what to do defensively there. He's not used to guarding out in space on the perimeter, and you see him trying to kind of gravitate back towards the basket, leaving guys open. You saw Kevin Love get too many open threes like throughout the entirety of this game. Kevin Love shouldn't have been kind of doing what he did. He was 7 of 12 from three in this one. He finished with 24 points because the Pelicans just put no pressure on him out on the perimeter at all and didn't seem to realize that he likes to shoot threes and he's a good three-point shooter. Part of that was Jackson A's playing the four doesn't realize he needs to be out there and to try and contest some of that and wants to just kind of go and protect the rim. Maybe that can get better. That's something that should, in theory, get better. But it might, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll see Jackson A's at the four again as the Pelicans want to go super big. And it was easier to do in this game because the Cleveland Cavaliers have a ton of really talented big men, actually. And... So it doesn't burn you as much, but I wasn't in love with that. But he made an impact out there on court, like a serious impact when he was playing. And that's what I want to see from him. He should continue to probably get about 20 minutes per game or so, I think, um, until Zion Williamson comes back. So he's earned some more rotation minutes for sure, I think, after the performances he had. And as for other next man up people, Gary Clark, who signed you know, on a 10-day contract just to kind of give the Pelicans some depth. 12 points, 4 of 10 from 3. First start, he's played like 19 minutes total before he goes out and plays 28 in this one. And he contributes. Next man up mentality. This team fights. And you had Jared Harper from the G League, a guy that many people have wanted to see. Limited minutes, seven and a half in this one. But three of six from the field, one of two from deep, seven total points and three assists. Again, I don't know if he's a long-term NBA player, right? But he had a little bit of a takeover in this one and was really fun to see. And this is why, as we've seen some rough guard play from the team as the year's gone on, why not give a guy like this a shot and just see what they can give you? And you, again, as I said before, right, you see good things when these guards dribble penetrate into the teeth of the defense to try and get the defense on their back heels and moving and rotating things like that. And Jared Harper did that, lost the ball, didn't score on the layup, but then immediately got back out to the three-point line, got the ball, drained the three, right? The defense was scrambling. They're trying to find him. They're trying to figure out what they're doing because of that aggressiveness to attack. Good things happen when you do that. That's something that New Orleans has been lacking all year long. Jared Harper give you a little bit of that here and there. Yeah, you should you should play him. It's kind of that simple, right? And then you have Garrett Temple. Like I, I've been on this dude all season long. He has not been good at all. He was good in this game. He was good in this game. I mean, give him give him his flowers here, right? Seventeen points on the night. He was five of six from three. Those five he, those five threes he made all in a row. <laughs> Just sparked this insane run for the Pelicans to go out and, uh, sorry, five straight for him. That wasn't just like he hit five threes in a row and that was exactly it for the Pelicans. But five straight without missing one, finishing five of six on the night. Like really good. Sparked a run, including some solid defensive plays. They needed him to do that, right? This is the veteran calming presence that's supposed to be out there making the right plays, making the right reads. He did it. Three assists, three rebounds. He was excellent. Just everyone stepped up when they had to. Credit to like everyone on this team. Credit to Willie Green and 
not on Herb. So that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Pelicans. Enjoy the win. I certainly did. Let me know what you thought about the game and Herb Jones in the comments on YouTube. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all tomorrow. Let's talk some Marcus Smart tomorrow. That should be a fun one.